Here we go. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to Fazless Radio Thursday. Faz is indisposed, so we'll do the show together tonight. And uh, there's been a lot going on. We have all kinds of stuff in Washington, regulations. We have a lot of changes with a lot of different projects. And tonight, one of the, the big hot buttons this week has been uh, engagement by... What I mean by that is engagement of influencers, of gaming companies, of players. And I wanted to talk a little about ethics when it comes to that. There's been a couple of discussions I've been privy to, and I've spoken to sources. I have sources, both in projects and outside projects and around projects. And the information that that you can get is fantastic. So let's let's break this down a little bit tonight. Uh, one thing I do want to say is if I suddenly disappear, uh, I didn't get killed. We have uh, horrible thunderstorms like coming up and then disappearing and popping back up and the lights flickered once already. So if I disappear, my power went out, which is ridiculous. It's horrible over where I live. I'm quite literally two miles from a nuclear power plant and my power goes out when a cat sneezes at one of my neighbor's houses. It's absolutely crazy, but let's dig into it. Um, influencers, let's start there. There are a number of influencers out there that are in the crypto realm. Some of them do gaming, some of them pump projects, some of them, uh, have questionable loyalty. And, and that's kind of where I wanted to go today and talk about these influencers and discuss whether or not influencers are worth having their influence followed. So um, one, of the, one of the more famous ones we all kind of know, let me pop this on the screen. Our buddy Jake. And as we know, Jake uh, is a big gamer and he's had a gaming channel for a number of years. And he became a integral part of the Gala Games experience for many people. And recently it was discovered that Gala Games had decided to go a different direction and stop uh, funding the content creators and let the content creators just create content, not for payment. I thought that was an awesome move. I think that was absolutely needed. But things happened when that happened. So let me pop over to my window so I can scroll. So since that happened, Jake has moved on. He's going with some some different uh different projects. He has his own project now. I guess it's called Magic Book. He's creating that. He's also still covering some stuff. He's building uh, some Chrome extensions, it looks like. But I want you to take note of something. For somebody who was extraordinarily popular, since the change from where he was in Gala, I I'd like you to notice these engagement counts. They're not very high anymore. 
Um, he mentions here, if a crypto gaming company punishes you for selling, it signals they're insecure about their ability to balance the economy and provide long-term value that'll keep you playing. I wonder if that is a tweet that would have been sent when he was sponsored. I wonder. Um, retweeting honest and honesty and transparency make you vulnerable. Be honest and transparent anyway. Um, he's still pretty big on Materium. But again, look at this engagement here. Not so great. When everyone's already for poorly positioned for the worst, the worst will not move stocks lower. In fact, it's during a predicted crisis that the bottom will have passed. General investment advice, slant, commentary, no engagement. 900 people, 918 people saw it, but nobody's, nobody's clicking. No one's engaging. Renewable energy... Very pro crypto and games. I also think we need more disclosures. Got some comments there. Not very many. He used to get hundreds. And I, I wonder what the change is. I, I really, I, I wonder what that change is. Let me pop back into my browser here into the comments as well. Keep my comments going. So. I wonder if that goes hand in hand. Let's let's take a look here. Gala music, right? We know Gala music is uh, really knocking the cover off the ball with signing lots of undiscovered artists, and they just did a uh, a big piece with I think it was Jordan Sparks, or I think that's her name. Um, a couple of artists have really really done well on that platform, <clears throat> but I'd like you to look at the engagement here. Your chance to win a Bitcoin. Yes, one whole Bitcoin. And let's look at this engagement. 2,217 comments, 1,528 retweets, 899 likes. When it's talking about Bitcoin, we come over here. We're so proud of just Shockey and his future. A little less engagement a couple hours ago. Let's scroll down a little bit. Let's get more than just a couple of hours. 22 hours ago, the Bitcoin thing. Well, it wasn't as popular yesterday when they posted this. 3, 12, 30, 1,600 people looking at it. Emily posted, there's a Bucks piece. Bucks got six comments, 14 retweets, and 62 likes. What do you think of that engagement? Is that... Um, is that good engagement, do you think? Why do some of these get a lot more engagement than others, I wonder? Let's look at Benefactor. Benefactor's account. September morning, he retweeted Gala Music. Not a lot of engagement there. We come down. He's, he's had a lot to say lately. A little more engagement here, 621 and 43. Then we hit this one, Ethgate. He talks about Ethgate. 35 comments, 7,700 retweets, 2,400 likes. So what, what we do here at Gala, this is a post that I really want to highlight. It's entitled, Why We Do What We Do at Gala. 
And it was it was interesting. I, I made a comment on this. I'm one of the 20 comments. But what do you notice about this? We have 20 comments, 9,900 retweets, and 2,600 likes. I, I find that a little odd, a little bit odd. And with this engagement, the popularity and the traction that, that people get, where do you think that comes from? Natural? I would, I would suggest that that's not natural. I would suggest that that is something that was probably a paid promotion. And if Faz was on here right now, he would say, go on with your conspiracy theory and laugh and sit back and let me make a fool of myself. I don't think any of this is real, as a matter of fact. I think they've got such little traction, just like Jake that we looked at. I'll go back. June 14th, replying to Jesse, he got one like out of that. Companies with centralized coins should release financial statements. Seven likes, five comments. What happened to the engagement? But yet, Benefactor and Gala Music get a ton of engagement. You say, well, it's because of the company. I'm not sure it is. And one of, one of the people that I talk to on a pretty regular basis is uh, is someone who's always full of good little nuggets of information. Hey, Zorro, how's it going? I just popped back to my other screen. I just popped back, and and I talked with, with one of the people that I talk to on a regular basis, and they said, boy, doesn't that look interesting? Doesn't that look interesting about how there's these big disparities? And that led to some other speculation that maybe this is a campaign. So if we go and we look, we don't see any paid campaigns on here. Because remember, Elon made it very clear that if you're doing a sponsored tweet, it has to be labeled. And we, we don't see any of that here. However, you can unofficially do things like get attention you can, you can subscribe to that other ways. And, and one of my sources stumbled onto uh, something that was very interesting because here's what, what was found. There's accounts on Twitter that are social media and crypto influencers. And what happens is, is you pay them a certain amount of money that's kept private, see DM for business, and then they have oodles and oodles of people, one million followers here, one million people. And when you subscribe to their service and pay them lots of money, they do giveaways like right here, this one for Go Gala Music. If these people go and they retweet and follow Go Gala Music and also retweet and tag to music loving friends, they have a chance to win $100. So if we look at this and we, we click on it, 
they give you the exact tag that they want you to do. They'll point out the tweet that they want these people vying for that prize for. And then they comment done so that they're entered for that drawing for the $100 prize at the end. And in this case, two $50 prizes. And so this is pretty, from what I, I gather, so I talked to a few other people privately, and apparently this is like the unspoken spoken things, is the way that people get a lot of traction and a lot of influence is by hiring these companies. So instead of marketing their games or marketing other things, Gala chose to spend a lot of money apparently with Miss Sessie. And if we come down here, Blum Finance, Mav Protocols. Oh, we have Bitbender on that list. If you retweet and follow the tweet that they, they paid for here, 12,000 retweets. Wow. So all the engagement, pretty much, that he got on this was by paid bots or paid people. I, I would suspect half of these are like bots, right? So... There's bit oh benefactor had one down here. It looks like they got an open account. Spider tanks. They they're doing spider tanks promotions. Ooh, that's kind of neat. That's an NFT. Find out more there. These go on and on and on and on. I could scroll all day long. There's a lot of gala games in here. And apparently, how this was discovered is one of the people made a mistake. One of the people like Melissa here who commented, done, and thank you for the chance, apparently screwed up in their haste to go try and earn all this money and posted that in the actual thread that Gala had put up. And someone caught on to that and followed them back to here. Now, this, I could talk all night, right? So this is only one account. There's several accounts that apparently they're contracted with um, that do this. So I wanted to not only bring this to light for people who keep saying Gala Games is getting bigger and bigger. Well, they're getting bigger and bigger, but it's not with real people. It's not with real people that are engaged in crypto, that are engaged in gaming. It's just people looking to make a little side hustle money. And I want to talk about the ethics that go along with that. I mean, personally, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think that that's that's the right thing to be doing. I think that creates an illusion for people who truly want to be a part of that platform, and it creates false hope. It creates false expectations. I, I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about that because at the same time, everybody, you know, you can go watch network TV and people pay for commercials, right? But we know that they're paying for the commercials. Companies in this example that I pulled up with Gala, they, they didn't tell people they're spending that money on advertising that way. Why, why not just advertise other ways on uh, on YouTube or on Twitter. Why not just have a Twitter ad? It 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 leads me to believe, and and I don't know for sure. I I don't work for Gala, but it leads me to believe that they're doing that 
to purposely obfuscate the ability of the marketing that they're doing. They want people to think it's a natural thing. Everybody knows, Zorro, you're right. Everybody knows that there's there's bots out there. And everybody knows that you have to take a, a little little bit off of every tweet because of bots. But I I would <clears throat> I, I really I would seriously you know look at this and, and when you see on some of these that there's you know two thousand people that are doing this here's the here's the one that we we saw all this engagement on with the bitcoin that that was even fake all of these these are just it's all fake engagement it's crazy look at this i i'm not sure what do you guys think do you think that that's that's ethical how about you zoro do you think that's that's okay that that they're doing it the way that they're doing it I I I am big on just transparency, right? You can you can market things, you can pay to advertise, but be honest with that. And all the people that ask, "Hey, where's all the marketing money? Why why aren't we marketing for for this game or that game or why aren't we marketing our project or our platform?" But then you find out that things like this are being done instead of actually promoting a game that maybe you bought into that doesn't do anything for marketing that game. Nobody's looking at it. They're trying to tweak the algorithm to get it. It's shown in more places, I guess, instead of just paying for an ad, it's probably cheaper. I would imagine it's probably cheaper to, to go the route of a, of an engagement farmer. I don't know. Um, how about from the other side? How about from the player side? How does that make players feel? And is it is it what we expect from from companies? Should we expect that they're going to do things like this moving forward? If you like, I I love Holo Chain, right? We I've talked about it a lot on on Faz Radio. I would be kind of crushed if I saw that you know the two hundred retweets that they had half of them were fake because i look at that and i get excited i'm like man there's 200 people who really dig this that took the time to retweet it that i i think i think that's a little rough and it makes you wonder what else is going on that you don't know that you don't know right because you you discover something like this, you stumble on something like this, and you go, boy, if they're if they're doing that, what else are they doing that might or might not be legit, right? I I just I don't know. That's that's why I wanted to talk about this tonight and find out what people thought and and get some feedback. Am I crazy? Am I crazy up here thinking that this is not the greatest thing in the world. Um, if we if we go back to Jake, right? This I think is real, right? The guy's got seven thousand two hundred thirty nine tweets, and 
is it is it because he was maybe engagement farming at some point when he had a budget? Because, or did all those people just get mad at him when he kind of melted down a little bit after his world kind of crumbled a little bit? I feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, I don't, you know? I mean, we're we're all here trying to do things the right way. And is that the right way? Um, this was interesting. I listened. I, I don't normally listen to Jake. I'm, I don't dislike the guy, but I don't like him either, if that makes any sense. And <clears throat> I did listen to this the other night. And it's it was just... It was sad to kind of see. He was he was just kind of throwing Gala under the bus every opportunity that he had. And you can tell he was hurt by that. I, I mean, I would be too, but, you know, there, there were some things there that, that just weren't working out for either party. And like I said, I commend Gala for, for stopping the payment because it's obvious. This, this situation with Jake should make it plainly obvious to you that when – Content creators are paid for their opinions. They're dramatically different. Look at the way he engages and talks now versus when he was, there's rumors. I don't know for sure, but there's rumors out that he was getting 20000 a month from Gala. That 20000 a month changed his opinion completely. He would have never, I don't think, have said the things that he said if... He was, would these be here if he was still getting paid 20000 a month? I'm not sure they would be. I really don't think they would be. Going fully unsponsored is where he's going. There's, there's another person in the space, in the gaming space, um, that caught the fringe of that and luckily didn't, and that's, that's Classy Games. And I don't know him. I haven't, I haven't talked to him at all. I've watched a couple of his streams. <clears throat> he seems really excited, really engaged. He's, um, from what I know, he's never been sponsored. He just happens to love Gala Games. I'm, I'm assuming I'm going with what he's stated and what I've seen around. Because uh, again, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a look into his checking account, but I can only assume he's telling the truth. He seems like a stand-up guy. I know some of the people that listen to this show, know him way better than I do and can probably attest to that. So he's doing things the right way, but he's building from scratch. And uh, let's take a look at, at Classy because I was looking at his stuff today. I was looking at his stuff today, and he's getting some pretty good engagement. 29 likes. Talks about Bitbender here. Six. I think this is natural. He's doing a really good job. He's creating some really good content. He's trying some different things. He's talking about the games. He went to that uh, 3YC or whatever it was last last couple of weeks, and he, he had tons and tons of footage of playing the games. He streams here. I know Zoro. Zoro's the same way. Zoro streams. He's a gamer, man. He ain't out there talking about what he's raking in from sponsorship deals. He goes, he plays games, he streams it, he does his uh, Twitter spaces, and he engages in conversations about gaming and gaming platforms, especially Gala. He's got it in his name, right? The guy is uh, a true gamer, and that's what Gala wants. So I totally understand Gala standing behind Classy. 
And if there ever is a financial arrangement, even a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know, here's here's a prize or whatever. I I <clears throat> I think Classy would stand up and say so, or at least I would hope so, because we as <clears throat> people on these platforms that <clears throat> excuse me engage on the true side. We engage because we want to. We engage because of the people. I've made so many fantastic relationships in this space. I, I am beyond fortunate. Those are the kind of things that I like to see. <clears throat> and I want to continue that. I want to get rid <clears throat> of all of the stupidity that comes with, with ads and payments and, and fake enthusiasm about things just because you're getting a paycheck and i hope you guys know that we've always tried to be a hundred percent legit with this meaning when we we took a very serious when when nerd node had sponsored us we took that very seriously we made sure we disclosed that in all the wonderful places and we hope that others will follow that lead. We're not famous. We're mildly famous just within this small little niche, um, this corner of the universe. And we've managed to to talk both sides of it. And uh, I tease Faz for being an apologist all the time. He's a huge fan. He, he's a true fan of gaming, crypto gaming, and end of gala. So I understand why he he takes that side of it. I am I try and remain objective. When when there's awesome things, I want to talk about the awesome things. When there's not awesome things, I want to talk about those and I want to bring it out. My my company is Unleash Reality and my screen name here as you can see is Unleasher of Reality. I want us to have real conversations. I want us to have the ability to trust one another when it comes to what we talk about, what we say, and what our opinions are. And we, we sometimes don't agree, right? Sometimes I'll say stuff and, and everybody doesn't like it. I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. It's my opinion, right? And other people will tell me things and I have that, that ability to say yes or no, whether I like that opinion or not either. And that's the beauty of it. We can, we can disagree and we can walk away, right? And we can still get along. We can still share enthusiasm and excitement about this space. Those are the mature people, right? You have some in this space that we try and, and kind of push back on because it's it's just either all 100% positive and they don't want to talk about the negatives or they're 100% negative and don't want to talk about the positives. I, I, think, I think this space... How do I want to put this? A lot of people have said that this space hasn't matured yet. And I, I, I've always kind of said, no, you know, it's, it's around. People don't come here for a reason. And I, I think more and more, especially after seeing, you know, this, this Twitter engagement farming, that it is probably a lot of it is just people don't want to have anything to do with it because of what they've experienced with other rug pulls or other tokens and immediately they get poisoned on the tokens and one of the things that uh if you go to 
Jake's uh, Jake Baratsky's Twitter. He made a post. I don't know if I can pull that up. And it's something similar. Oh, I I didn't. I can't share that because it's not in the screen. Uh, let me pull up. Go back to Jake here. And it was poignant. Jake Baratsky, if I can find it quickly, it it talked about um, how in this space the 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 gaming is no different off blockchain than it is with blockchain. Only differences is you have money involved. And Faz and I have talked about that a hundred times on this uh, on this podcast. And there's a a very big difference, and it is about the money. I'm not going to search all night here and bore the tarnation out of you. It is, it is about the money. And companies need to realize that who do the blockchain gaming. We've, we've shared concerns um, with some of the other blockchain gaming companies that we've talked to about their, ooh, they're, they're talking too much about their, their own ROI. We want to avoid that. Well, the more I think about it, the more I wonder if talking about it will help people understand it a little bit more. It is about the money. It is about mixing gaming and money. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. When the money is at the forefront instead of the game being at the forefront, that's the difference. And I've said it before and I've seen it posted a few other places and people mentioning it back to me and so forth. When I said, you know, it's bad when, when you have to pay people to come play your game. That's what crypto gaming is about. And when you take the money away, people tend to go away. That means that your game is not at a level to where it is sustainable. People are only coming for the money. And I understand Jake's point and other people who talk in CFA and who we've talked to on here um, that will say, you know, it, it, the, the money doesn't matter. It has to be a good game. <sighs> the game is the game. It can get better. They can make it better. But if they focus on the money part, I think it's, it's not going to make it. I really hope that these blockchain gaming companies get to a point where they just make good games and then slowly add in the tokens and then slowly add in the other things. Because right now people are playing for the money. That's what they're playing for. There's very, very few. There's, there's some. Very, very few, though, that are playing because the game is actually that entertaining for them. There are some that play just because blockchain gaming is new and exciting and they don't care about the quality or the features or whether uh, it has the, the epic capabilities that 2023 offers. They just want to be a part of blockchain gaming. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I think it's awesome. But there's a cost to that. And, and that cost is that the people who are true natured in this this space who go in and put real money and real tokens and tens of thousands of dollars worth of tokens into 
NFTs to play that game. The expectation is, is that they're going to get those tens of thousands of dollars of entertainment value back out of it. And that entertainment value can be in the form of pure entertainment value. That can be in the form of reselling their asset. That can be in the form of play to earn or play and earn, however you want to phrase it. If you, you have to be that careful with it, it's probably not a good idea. That's that's my two cents on that. I really hope that this space can mature quickly and that the companies will stop focusing on sales and start focusing on producing top quality games. If you produce a top quality game, people will come play it. Case in point, I've been watching Twitter. I'm not a gamer, so if I butcher this, don't like roast me too bad. But there's that Diablo 4, right? The Diablo chain, I've heard about it before. I've never played it. Um, the, the closest that I've played to that is Resident Evil. And I play that, me and my kid play that on his Oculus. But Diablo 4, people go and play it to play the game. They're not looking to earn anything from it. They're not looking to buy assets and land and everything else in there. They just want to play a kick-ass game. And they're willing to pay the price of admission for that. I don't know what that price is. Um, but that's where, where you're going to get that. And Diablo's going to make their money. They're going to make their millions, if not billions, on the Diablo platform. But they're doing it the traditional way. And that's okay. Blockchain gaming and the ability to do that is being felt out. And what we've seen so far hasn't worked out very well for anybody. Not for the gaming companies, not for the players, not for the speculators, and definitely not for the influencers. Zorro, what does he have to say? Titan, the real and final product of the blockchain gaming. We will not see it in many, many of years. Old gamers generation are just watching the beginning. I can agree with that. So how do they fix it? Now that the, the genie is out of the bottle, right? The genie's out. Genie doesn't want to go back in the bottle for another thousand years. How do you fix it? We've come up with a couple ideas. We've done a couple shows on that here. But really, how do you fix it at this point? Is there a way that you can fix it? Did Is, is the right answer kind of like what Gala did with Townstar and just stop all the earnings and say, you know what, we're going to stop the earnings. We're going to focus on building a kick-ass game. And then maybe we'll add those earnings back in at some point. Because that's, that's what they did there. And I, I've noticed, I've been watching, and yes, it ebbs and flows with players as far as competitions go. And May Mayhem saw a lot of, of new players playing that. But where are those numbers now? We can only rely on firsthand witness testimony for that. Because we, we don't have numbers to go on. With spider tanks, we have... Other organizations such as the MAF and Rostikip, who built his uh, nftlookup.io platform, who uh, has the spider tank leaderboard 
And the MOF has a spider tank leaderboard, and you can see people's rankings there. And, and he pulls that data, so you know how many people are playing. You can see that through those leaderboards because it pulls all the chain activity, right? It, it doesn't, doesn't lie. It might not be 100% accurate because there may be people on there that maybe don't rank high enough. I don't know what filters they have on there if you have to have a, a certain score or something to, to get up there. But we can make a pretty good guess using those numbers, and it doesn't look good. What do you do to fix it? That's the question of the week. Tomorrow, Faz and I will be back here for our regular Friday show. Maybe, uh, I'm sure he'll probably want to make a comment or seven uh, on uh, what we talked about here tonight. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening tonight, coming out and engaging with us. We want to engage with you. We want to support you. We want to cover the things that matter to you. I thought this was a very, very interesting topic to bridge. I want people to have the transparency that they need in this industry. And it starts with you. Go out, and if you don't agree with this, let people know you don't agree with that when you see this engagement farming. If you agree with it, you don't have a problem with it, hey, so be it. Just realize that this stuff happens behind the scenes. And when you, when you get those clues, dig a little deeper. Sometimes you'll, you'll find some answers. And let's keep this space as, as clean and as true and as honest as we possibly can. You guys have a kick-ass Thursday night. We'll see you tomorrow for Faz Radio Friday. Peace out.